0: This is Beth Bruno, and you're listening to The Fierce and Lovely Podcast. I dream of a time when women rest in each other's presence without judgment, comparison, competition, or fear, when we are known and celebrated. When we lay down our shields of protection from the battle, but also from each other. When we can lament without shame and laugh without guilt. When we are one storyline, fierce and lovely women of God. Join me as I talk with fierce and lovely women from around the world. Welcome to this short series in July that I'm calling On the Road, where I take you with me to discover women on my travels. If you missed last week, we were in the Brittany region of France, and today I'm taking you to Normandy, way up by the English Channel, to the famous Mont Saint-Michel. This is the fairy tale castle on a hill surrounded by the sea. For those of you who follow European travel photography on Instagram, like I do, I appreciate those photos all the more now that I know the sea only fully covers the island three to four times a year. But go look it up if you can't picture what I'm talking about. It is stunning. It's actually not even a castle, but an abbey. In the 8th century, the Bishop of Alvronche, this is my butchered French, a nearby town had a vision in which the archangel Michael came to him three different times to tell him to build a sanctuary on the island. He finally did, of course. And over the years, it became a large abbey with a small village below and really a symbol of resistance and defiance as no one who laid siege to it could ever win, could ever take it over. It was so fortified. The walls were so uh, strong. So this in turn made it even more of a place for pilgrims to come believing that uh, God was protecting this little island. Well, after the French Revolution, the monks were removed and it was made a prison and remained a prison until 1863, um, but largely because influential people like Victor Hugo rallied for it to be restored and brought back to its historic uh, importance for the country. So in 1874, it was made a historic monument, and the monks and the villagers all returned. This is where our hidden woman for this episode comes in. Annette was a young maidservant to the architect who would restore the abbey. She came to the island with his family, and she met the baker's son, Victor Pollard. Legend has it that on one visit, as the tide came in, Victor carried Annette to dry land. Well, they married soon after and started to run a small hostel on the island for visitors because word was spreading quickly in Paris about the restoration and more and more people, both pilgrims and scholars, were coming to the island. But what would they eat? And what would happen when the tide came in and they were stuck? Annette had the idea of preparing cheap omelets that were rich in protein for the weary travelers and a business was born. In 1888, she and Victor opened up a restaurant cooking these omelets over an open fire in full view and it's still open today and they are still prepared and cooked in the same way. Of course, they're no longer cheap. In fact, today on the menu, the cheapest one is about $45 euros. Can you imagine spending that much on an omelet? (laughs) Well, Victor became mayor and Annette grew her business, served the likes of Hemingway and Marilyn Monroe, and her business has franchised and grown. And she's known all over France as the, the mother Pollard, the creator of the gourmet omelet. Here's what I find fascinating about this story. As my daughter and I came to visit, we first went into the tourism office to ask for stories of women on the island, and three women scrambled together to come up with any names for us. They started chattering away in French. One of them was on the computer. Another was going, rifling through all of the files that they had, and they couldn't come up with any names until one of them remembered Annette Pollard. Why would they not know more about her? She lived until 1931. This is kind of recent. I mean, given French history. She was well-loved. She and her husband's gravesite is still there on the island. She wasn't only just a great businesswoman, but she was a servant to the pilgrims. I really believe her heart was genuine. Well, we went into an office right next to the restaurant there on the island to ask again. And the woman working there pointed to the massive fireplace next to the desk. This is the original restaurant location, she said, and next to the fireplace was a tiny little description. We asked her what she knew of Duchess Anna Brittany because we were right next door to Brittany, and she had no idea who we were talking about. It left me really sad. The French have some incredible women to learn from, and they're failing to teach even the tourism industry their stories. Well, I couldn't afford a 45-euro omelet, but here's to your legacy, Annette Pollard. Thanks for serving the weary traveler so well. Next week, I'll take you to Paris on the last episode of On the Road series. This is Beth Bruno, and you've been listening to The Fierce and Lovely Podcast.